Hey, this is Dr. Brian McKay from Neuropathy at Core Health, and I want to go over diabetic foot pain. Some people also call it diabetic foot neuropathy. It's not a fun condition to have, I can tell you that much, but what happens is the, the feet are furthest away from the heart, so not only do you have a lack of circulation, other things come into play when you have diabetes, okay? When you're longstanding, either type 1, type 2 diabetes, the uh, the less controlled your blood sugar is, the more likely you develop uh, foot pain or discomfort at some point. Uh, from a vascular standpoint, but also from a nerve standpoint, uh, the sugar in the blood uh, will eat away at the covering on the nerve, uh, the myelin sheath, and that's how the brain communicates is through the nerves and the nerves has to transmit information very rapidly. So when the covering on the nerve becomes pocked or, um, you know, atrophies, you, and atrophies when it just kind of dies off a little bit due to the presence of the blood sugar or lack of vascularity, you're going to have a painful condition, but it doesn't always start out at, um, as pain. You know, some of the most common, you know, symptoms for diabetic foot pain is uh, pins and needles, you know, a tingling type of sensation, which is not, you know, it's something you can live with, you think, but you really shouldn't. It's, it's, it's a lot more problematic than that because it's, the nerve isn't working properly. Pain is a whole different animal. Pain is going to get you to respond pretty quickly, but in this case, your tingling is really, it's, it's far more serious. You know, when you have tingling and pins and needles. Um, another thing, too, is now you can't have pain as well with diabetic foot pain. That's clear. But you have in increased sensitivity, what we call allodynia, uh, A-L-L-O-D-Y-N-I-A. -L -L -I -I, and that means, like, you're more sensitive to something like if someone touches you and, you, you know, you get, you, you fly off the handle. Well, that does happen. And when it happens it's usually a, not a good sign. Again, a little more serious than just pain. Pain is definitely not a good thing to have, but when you have the, the aldonia or the increased sensitivity, um, your brain's not getting the right information from the body part it needs it from. So that nerve is not firing properly. Now, again, same, another thing besides uh, you know tingling, pins and needles, increased pain, increased sensitivity would be numbness or weakness. You know, nerves tell your brain, you know, help tell your brain what's going on. They tell your muscles when to work, uh, how they feel. Is it too much pressure? Is there danger? Is there damage? Um, and what happens when people can't feel the things that, like, if you cut your foot, you're not even aware of it. That does happen. We see it quite often with people with uh, diabetic neuropathy. Um, you know, they don't even know that they've got something going on in the foot. So... Stuff like that is, is a lot more serious than you think because we rely on our feet not only for mobility, but we also rely on our feet for, you know, stability. And when you lose that stability because, or the balance, which is, you know, something, it, it, it's, it's very insidious. You don't, you don't know you're losing balance. But all of a sudden, you know, you, you're walking around the house with your bare feet and you trip over a hardwood floor. Well, how the heck are you going to trip over a hardwood floor? Well... This is how you're going to do it, is, is, is you're not getting that sensory input to the brain, and the brain's getting all kinds of wacky signals. So it, it's so be concerned. I mean, it is really something that 
you know, and a lot of times you got to work with your doctor and your podiatrist. If you got diabetes, you damn well better have, you know, obviously your primary care doctor to monitor your insulin and your blood sugar levels, your A1C, all that good stuff. But you really need to have uh, a podiatrist. You know, podiatrist is of huge importance because some stuff you can't see, uh, maybe you can't reach or hurts to reach your foot. And you need to make sure you're working with a good podiatrist and going at least every you know, twice a year for you know to get the podiatrist to check out your feet. I mean, don't skimp. If you got Medicare, it's covered, and it should be. So you know, now another thing I, I guess I really want to touch upon is you know your cuts and wounds heal a lot slower because your immune response is not what it what it could be. So your immune response is down. So when you have a cut or wound and it, it stays open longer, it's more likely to have an infection. And that's pretty dangerous. You know, infections, um, you know, you, you don't need them. You know, if you have poor circulation, um, the wounds can take a lot longer to heal. If they don't heal or you don't, you're not feeling it, you know, you just put your socks on and you, and you ignore it. Well, that's a serious problem. That's why, I mean, if, if you do notice a cut that's not healing, well, then don't wait six months to go to the podiatrist. I would go sooner as, as it relates to the feet. I mean, I think you really want to go to a podiatrist uh, specifically for the feet issues and get, get, you know, get the care you need sooner rather than later. So, you know, if you start to notice any unusual sensations or pain in your feet or your hands, because diabetic uh, foot pain, you know, has a it's very closely related to diabetic hand pain, but it's just not as common. And the reason why I think is, is because the heart is so much further away from your legs than they are from your hands. Um, you know, something you could do for yourself is one of the most basic tests out there is you take a piece of like a uh, fishing line, you know, a little, little, little sliver, hold it with your fingers and rub it on your feet or you rub on the bottom of your feet or top of your feet and then your top of your toes as well. You should be able to feel it with your eyes closed. And if you can't, there's a good chance your neuropathy is possibly a little bit more serious than you think. And again, you, you know, you want to minimize it and say, oh, it doesn't hurt. Well, that's good. We're glad it doesn't hurt. But the end result is um, you need to be aware of it. And it needs to be, you know, you know, so some of the things you got to look out for, I would say, is if you have dry, cracked skin, you know, it may not sound bad, but when your skin is too dry, your, uh, your risk of getting infections is a lot higher. You know, so you could put a cream on your foot you know, help moisturize the toes. But dry, cracked skin is not a good thing either when you have diabetes and diabetic foot pain. You know, calluses is an area where the skin gets thicker and has less feeling. You know, people with diabetes get calluses faster and more often than those without. You know, so you may want to take the pumice stone or file it down. You know, take good care of it. You know, it's you, know, you also go to a podiatrist. You know, if you go to the Chinese nail salons, let them do it, you know. Make sure they wear gloves and make sure they're, you know, safe. Um, you know, you may not want to, um, you know, t take the calluses seriously. Ulcers are sores that happen with people in diabetes due to poor circulation. You know, any ulcer you have on the foot needs to be seen by a doctor. The longer you go without seeing a doctor, the more likely it is to become effect infected. And affected ulcers can spread around and cause you, in the worst case scenarios, to lose your leg or your foot. And in these cases, amputation is a very real side effect for 
not taking care of your foot, of, of, of the diabetic foot. You're not going to the podiatrist on a regular basis. I mean, you know, amputations are a very, very serious complication from diabetes. There's a large number of people who have amputations because of diabetes. You know, and the skin can get infected and cause the skin and the muscle tissues to die. Once that happens, it can't be fixed. So the only way is, you know, stop the infection from continuing to spread when it's that bad. It is a uh, is the amputation. So, I mean, I don't mean to scare you, but the stuff that you can do, I mean, you can check your feet. But check, check the bottom of your feet every morning, every night before you go to bed. Look for cuts and wounds, anything else that's unusual. Um, these may be signs that your feet are becoming less sensitive and that something is going on with the blood vessels in your feet. You know, when you're, when you're at the house, wear shoes around the house. And, you know, the really important, keep the shoes on. It really does help. You know, you got to follow up with your doctor. I mean, make sure you go in for foot exams at least twice a year. And if you got really bad, say you have ulcers or calluses or, you know, stuff along those lines, open wounds, go more often. You really got to pay close attention. And you want to maintain a healthy diet and exercise routine. That is of crucial importance. And if anything else, too, is, I mean, this makes this is probably a common sense thing, but, you know, if you're a smoker, stop smoking. It's not good for your blood vessels. Smoking is not good for anything other than the tobacco companies. So hopefully, um, you know, you, you picked up a couple ideas on, you know, how to, how, you know, diabetic foot pain. You know, people will take Lyrica, Cymbalta, you know, Neurontin, you know, Elevil. Um, yeah, Elevil doesn't really work that well and it has a lot of side effects. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's cheap, but it's rarely recommended anymore. Neurontin, um, some pain relief, but it's not a first choice. A lot of times people will go for Cymbalta and, uh, you know, Lyrica, you know, and but there's, a, there's, there's, well, first of all, Lyrica is very expensive. Uh, it does cause you to be groggy, brain fog, um, you know, and Cymbalta, um, it's a good thing about Cymbalta, you just got to take it once a day, but Lyrica, you got to take it two or three times a day. So, um, Cymbalta is also antidepressive. So, depression, you know, last thing you need is, is, is I, the way I look at it, is last thing you need is another medication. You got to be on medication for your other issues, um. You know, topical stuff is lidocaine, capsation, uh, and those those do help. Those do help, but care for your feet. You know, um, you know the best way you can prevent diabetes-related foot pain is by managing your diabetes as best you can. High sugar levels is what causes the nerve pain, damages the the covering on the nerve, the myelin sheath. You know, if and if if you're already having foot pain, it's still important to manage your stuff. So talk to your doctor, discuss the proper foot care and the best treatment options for you. I'm Dr. Brian McKay, Neuropathy of Core Health. Uh, by working on your neuropathy, will hopefully make your feet feel a little bit better as well um, as part of the course of care that we, pres- that we prescribe here. Um, neuropathy Core Health is Fairfield County's leading provider of integrative health solutions for neuropathic pain. We can be reached at 203-875-0846. 203-875-0846. I look forward to answering any of your questions. Have a great day and stay safe. Watch those feet. Thank you very much. Bye now.